0: Hey, family, welcome to a great episode. It's not another, but this is going to be a great episode of Transformed and Renewed. Renewing that mind. So if this is your first time checking us out, make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Yes. Now, that is just a way that you can stay up to date with a lot of the content that we will share with you in the future. So that way you are not missing out because we don't want you to miss out so make sure you hit that like and subscribe button and if you just by any chance forget to hit that button i'll send you a reminder afterwards and if you are returning welcome family welcome to another episode and tonight we are going to be talking about fasting what is fasting and can it really help you and i thought that it would be fitting to talk about fasting because at least from just my experience um, fasting as well as hearing some of the uh, different experiences from other people when it comes to fasting. I thought that it would be fitting to really talk about this because I know that while there is some truth and some information, Um, that is helpful when it comes to fasting. There's also misconceptions or even myths about fasting. And I just wanted to share that with the time that we have. It's a lot of of information, I would say, when it comes to the topic of fasting. So what I'm only doing right now is just my best um, at trying to bring you some high-level points. And I may not get to them all because, again, it's It's so much to really cover and to go into when it comes to fasting. And, you know, what we want to do today is we want to go into the meaning behind fasting. So just to give some context when it comes to fasting, if you've never really understood the definition, at least in um, biblical times, fasting was basically a way to really get closer to God. And that is one of the, the many ways, or at least to me, one of the, um, the key um, <clears throat> definitions when it comes to fasting is to really break away from that uh, thing. It could be a habit. It could be a practice that you may enjoy doing so much. And it would be common for people to fast from food. So not eating food for a certain period of time. Um or even certain foods for a certain period of time because otherwise you wouldn't be as focused on God or really spending time with him. um as well as drinking sometimes people you know drunk wine in, in biblical times. and so being able to fast from drinking wine or eating choice foods, foods that were very much pleasurable, foods that sometimes you would just eat without thinking about it. you're not kind of forced to eat it or, Think like okay, I need to eat this, but it's just foods like you know what I feel like eating this, so I'm going to eat it. And again, that is one of the many uh, <clears throat> definitions when it comes to fasting. At least from a biblical perspective, you know the Bible does talk about that there are other you know reasons when it comes to fasting. I know in uh, I believe it's First Corinthians, it I think chapter seven it talks about. Uh, husband and wife fasting from sexual um, relations in order to um, really become closer to God, but not allowing that time period to go on any further because of uh, just uh, sexual desires for one another, even to fall into temptation to do something outside of marriage. And so that's another example of fasting, being able to really connect with God, um on, on different um, areas now i will say if you were to relate that towards modern day at least in the states uh, there's a different take it's slightly similar in terms of you know people being able to break mainly from food but it can also apply to other areas you could fast from social media you can fast from just different activities that consume your time 24-7, and even sometimes you may just wake up thinking about that activity to where it can just become idolatry. But for most of the the context, fasting, at least in the States, has primarily revolved around people looking at it not necessarily to grow closer to God. Um, otherwise, we would definitely see a tremendous change in society. So we know that that is not the case. Um, But, you know, what most people do fast is because they're trying to get something. They're trying to get back that body or to, you know, leave behind the extra weight or even to focus on better habits. So a lot of people tend to, at least at the beginning of the year, sometimes even at the end of the year, could be throughout, get on different intermittent uh, fasts and in the hopes of really trying to um, improve your overall physique and you know i will say when it comes to fast there are different types you know obviously you have the uh, traditional intermittent fast where you you can eat for a certain time period so i know that there are ones where you may eat for eight hours and then you fast for 16 hours so you don't eat any food for 16 hours and after that time You resume eating for eight hours. Then I have another one that is called the five to two. And this is where you eat five meals a day. Well, not five meals a day, but you eat five times a week. So every day you're eating for five days. But on two days, you can either decide to fast or you can decide to eat a low calorie meal. Now, this can be a meal that is could be six hundred could even be 700 calories or less but the goal is that you're trying to consume less calories uh, then you have another one where you just only eat for maybe breakfast or you may eat just lunch and dinner kind of similar to the uh, 16 i think eight fasts where you're eating for eight hours and 16 hours i know one fast is where you eat um, for eat one day you skip a day you eat another day another day and then you skip a day. So it's kind of like on and off, on and off. Now, again, I have no issue when it comes to fast, because I know that's a personal decision at the end of the day. You know, for myself, I can't really say that I I really do fast in the traditional sense that it's done today, um, especially when it comes to trying to achieve, you know, weight loss, because the body needs fuel. The body needs proper fuel. And again, I'm not trying to tell you, you know, not to do fast or, you know, to do fast. You know, I think that with all the information that you have, you know, I want you to make that decision on your own because it works for you. For some people, it works well, but I will say at least for me and just my understanding, you know, the body needs fuel and even, you know, causing the body to go through um, just long periods of time, even eight hours. There are always you know going to be you know your pros and cons. I think it's just a matter of determining what are those pros and cons and which ones are you going to be more satisfied with? Is it work for you, you know, whether you know the pros are a little lower than the cons. Um, so I will say that there are again different benefits to it in some, with some people and even some animal studies, I wanna say it was through the um, national, um, the NIH. Um, there are several studies. Uh, I know that they still have some more studies to do, at least when I looked at the abstract and the conclusions. I know one thing I, I was looking for was to have an idea of if the studies really concluded some solid evidence, But since they didn't, I can't really tell you anything concrete just yet, at least through some of the articles that I've seen. But when I do and I I see something, I'll definitely let you know. But I will say when it comes down to the fasting, there are different benefits. And again, all the benefits um, that may work for one person may not work for another one. For example, I know in one article, uh, at least in the uh, NIH uh, that I saw, Um, It showed that there was a decrease in the systolic blood pressure, which is good. So instead of you having high blood pressure, it showed that, you know, going, I think it was at least eight hours without food, it managed to help lower the blood pressure. But one of the cons, which kind of stood out to me, was that there was an increased anger. Okay. So the blood pressure was lower, the heart rate was also lower, but there was an increase in anger. Now, this was actually noted twice in the article. And so, like I said, there are pros and cons when it comes to fasting. And I think it also comes back to what is your goal? And again, I know most people may say, well, my goal is to lose weight. So I think fasting is just going to do that. And you know one of the misconceptions that I would say, at least when it comes to fasting, is that. Well, at least well. Before I get to that, let me go to the uh, biblical context because I do want you to see this information. Um, so <clears throat> we're going to get into the uh we're going to get into the um, the misconceptions about fasting. But I think it's fitting to really dive into one of the. Um, I guess many misconceptions and that will kind of kick us off with the time that we do have, but wanted to show you this information. If you, again, if you've never um, seen um, the Bible or or at least really understood the context of fasting, um, this is just one of many examples um, where fasting occurred. Let's see. All right. excuse me okay anyway so let's get to this so <clears throat> this is from the book of daniel and and then there were there were actually two times at least that i recall where daniel fasted on two different occasions and so the first one was where you had daniel hananiah mishael and azariah now <clears throat> i would just say not related to fasting, but just related to just uh, biblical accuracy. You know, most people when they think of Daniel, they think of Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Well, if you're going to refer to them in that name, you also have to refer to Daniel as um, Belteshazzar uh, because that was actually his name um, <clears throat> from the um, worldly perspective. Because again, this is his name, Belteshazzar, and his uh, brethren, their names, Hananiah was changed to Shadrach, Mishael, which is his God-given name, was actually Meshach, and Azariah was called Abed, Abednego, okay? So most people think that it's Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and basically what you're doing is you're taking Daniel's name and keeping it God, the, the name that God gave him, but then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they pretty much have their worldly names, which is, not accurate because this is their true name, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah of the tribe of Judah. So in case you ever wonder, you know, what were their real names but this was their real name, just like you would call Daniel, Daniel, you would call Hananiah, Hananiah instead of Shadrach. So just wanted to share that. But anyway, um, so you had Daniel and his three um, brothers. Uh, and they basically, you know, ended up in the camp of the king, um, King Nebuchadnezzar. Uh, yeah, Nezer, King Nebuchadnezzar, excuse me. And uh, the king had choice food. So this was food, wine. So the best food you can think about, just think about a buffet. You go into a conference or anywhere and food is just there. It's food galore. And this is just provided for them. Now, through the story, it just talks about how, you know, the king wanted wanted Daniel um, and his three brethren to eat these choice foods. And and there is a a scripture that talks about why the king wanted them to uh, eat the food. And let's see, I want to say it's in verse five. Um, Let's see. The King commanded his chiefs to become both and to it was I won't spend too much time, but there's a scripture because this version kind of does a lot of footnotes because it's so it's slightly a little distracting. But uh, there is a scripture that in this um, in this uh, book that actually talks about or this chapter that talks about how the king basically wanted. Um, Daniel and his brethren to eat this food so that they could essentially bow down to the king. Okay. And we'll see this because if you ever heard of the story, uh, uh, Daniel or uh, being in fire, Daniel, and his three brother, brothers, and is also Jesus in the Old Testament. I think a lot of people thought it was an angel, but in the fire, when they was thrown into the fire, this is because they did not bow down to the king, and so, or even I guess worship, um, worship the, the king or the statue. But anyway, as we go down, we can see that Daniel did not want to defy himself with the king's food. And so, what I want to go to is uh, this passage where it talks about where Daniel said, "Test your servants for ten days." So this is one of the first fasts uh, that Daniel did because he did not want to defile himself by eating foods that would essentially cause him to worship a king or to participate. in what the king said, hey, it's nothing wrong with it. But Daniel knew that this is basically worshiping you instead of worshiping my God. And so Daniel basically requested to have you know him and his brothers tested for 10 days, eating vegetables and only water to drink. Some translations say vegetables and legumes. Some people think, well, oh, it was vegetables and fruits. According to this, it says vegetables and water. Now, again, if you really go deep, vegetables could have a slightly different meaning, but at least from what I've been aware of, vegetables are vegetables. Um, these are pretty much uh, not as desirable You know, when it comes to asking most people, do they eat a lot of vegetables? Most people don't but they are essential to the body. And then in the other context in terms of fasting, this is where if you ever heard of the 21-day fast, this is one, you know, when it comes back to a misconception, I would say it's always important to read the the source or even the context. And so in this particular passage, um st- even starting in verse 2, but if you go back up to verse 1, it <clears throat> and even from the previous chapter, it kind of talks about why Daniel was mourning. And so if we look in verse two, it says, Daniel was mourning for three weeks. So this is where you get essentially the 21 day fast. But notice here, it doesn't say anything about fruits and vegetables. And I know most other times when people think about a Daniel's fast, it's fruits and vegetables. Well, it kind of depends on which one you're looking at. If you're looking at the 10-day one, that was just vegetables and water. So no fruit juices, people. So if you've been doing that on the fast, you you ain't really doing it correctly if you're trying to do it that way. But this way, it even says in verse 3, I ate no delicacies. So that right there says a lot. So think about snacks, chips, cookies, anything that you think, oh, this is going to be busting. He didn't eat that because he said, I didn't I ate no delicacies, no meat. So no lean meat, no tofu, okay, no vegan, none of that. Now I'm not gonna say they didn't eat vegetables, <clears throat> but he just says, I ate no delicacies, no meat or wine entered my mouth. Okay. So when it comes to what he actually consumed, we know that he didn't eat anything that was very satisfying. Now again. We don't really know what that could have entailed, what he actually ate, but based on the first fast, we could could at least assume that he ate vegetables um, since he only ate vegetables and water. And in this one, he ate no meat or wine. So again, I know a a common misconception um, can be eating fruits and vegetables. And I would say fruits actually to me, I would think that they are a delicacy, even though they are healthy, but most people would rather eat a fruit over a vegetable because it's very sweet. Um, At least if you were to give me a pineapple and some carrots, I would likely take the pineapple any day, all day, every day, okay? So just wanted to share at least, you know, some scriptures from the Bible that talks about fasting and again, a lot of this just relates towards you know Daniel really seeking the Lord and really trying to worship Him in comparison to what people are doing today when it comes to fasting in order to uh, in order to get something, in order to lose weight. And so, just briefly, kind of want to go into the um, other misconception about fasting. You know, one of the things that a person may say is, "I just want to be able to lose weight, so at least by." going without eating food for this time period, I'm going to achieve that. I'm going to lose tons of weight. And again, I'm not saying that it hasn't been done or people don't do it. But what I will say is the body is, to me, the way I, I like to think about it is it's a manufacturing plant in so many words, because you eat food, but most people do not really think about what happens from the time that you eat that food to the time that you have to um, excrete, okay? Or you, or do number two, use the bathroom. But in between that time period, there is a process that is ongoing. Sometimes you may hear your stomach growling. That is the plant in process. That is things going from one uh, area to another area. It's on an assembly line. It's moving, it's, it's running. And so what happens is, If you don't eat for a certain amount of hours, you know, your body can do several things. It can use the fat that you already have stored um, as energy or on the flip side that a lot of people don't know is it can actually use your fat as storage because the body is at at times it can actually think, you know, what we're not getting food. And I don't really know when the next time something is going to come down the pipeline. So let's try to store some stuff up on the shelves, which end up being you know your sides, your hips, anywhere you think about that. It can be the, uh, the subcutaneous or the visceral fat inside of your uh, <clears throat> inside of your stomach area or, or I should say, like your belly area, okay? And so sometimes people don't really think about that perspective in terms of if I go without eating, I'm burning fat, not necessarily because you could actually be storing fat, and so that's why I say it really depends on what is your goal. And for most people, you can do the fast, but I'm sure some people may have realized, you know, what that really didn't work for me. And it's also because you may not have been properly informed about, you know, the the benefits. Again, when it comes down to fasting. Um, to me, you know, the the real goal of it, you know, is to really show your your devotion towards God by, you know, not allowing things that would have once consumed your time and being able to say, you know what, that's not going to, you know, dictate my schedule and that is not going to master me. I got control. So that's why we're going to fast, because I'm not going to be mastered by that. I don't have to do that because. It doesn't own me. Okay. So whatever you can think of that you find to be, I I would say, idolatry in your life. It could be even something that's good, but still, if it consumes your time like crazy, you have to really think about, you know, is this idolatry? You know, am I really giving God my time or am I giving this thing whatever it is? Could be food, it could just be, you know, watching TV a lot. Am I giving that too much time? So Again, I wanted to share just a little information about this. It is so much. And um, I could tell you that if I did have at least an hour, we could definitely get a lot deeper into some of these concepts. Um, but because we didn't go into that, um, that allows opportunity. If you do have questions, make sure you share them. And that way I can follow up. And who knows, I can even do a uh, follow-up video and that can allow me to further explain. But make sure you do share your questions. And if you enjoyed this episode, again, I know it was pretty brief, kind of jump here and there at some different points, but at least you got a gist of what fasting is and you understood, okay, what are some of the pros and cons, and even from a biblical perspective. And again, my views are not, hey, you shouldn't do it or you should do it. It's basically just giving you the information, and it's up for you to decide what works for you. So again, if you enjoy this information, make sure you hit that like button on your screen, whether you on Facebook, you're on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, you got a button there. Make sure you click it. Okay. That way you can follow us and stay up to date with the latest content. So again, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. It is so easy and simple. It's so easy and simple. Well, family, until next time, again, I hope that you are enjoying this content. And if you're saying, you know what, where can I find more content? Just check out our page because we got tons. We got a video library building up. So make sure you check them out if you haven't already done so. And until next time, we're going to talk with you later.